Welcome back to the Against All Odds, the Less Than 1% Chance podcast with your host, Maria Ponte, where we will hear stories of incredible people thriving against all odds. And my hope is that we can all see how life is always happening for us, even when we are the Less Than 1% Chance. Hey, hey, welcome back to Against All Odds, the Less Than 1% Chance podcast with your host, Maria Aponte. This will probably be a quick one. You're catching me at the end of my day when I usually do the morning. It's just been a crazy week and I had this on my heart and I feel like this episode's going to be a bit cathartic for me, a little bit of a release of my emotions as well and the things that I've probably been experiencing. And if I'm experiencing, I just feel like it's something that others are and others are probably struggling with it. And I just feel like when I go through something, there's a higher purpose. And I just feel like this is a topic I need to talk about what I'm trying to do in order to, to kind of process and deal with grief right now. I believe I had spoken about this in an earlier podcast episode, but if I haven't, the last two plus years have been just a bit tough on on my heart and I was blessed in so many ways and that during the time that my dad was diagnosed with cancer I was able to go to appointments and I was blessed enough to have the availability to be there for his whole journey and it's just it's been it's been a very up and down road i really tried to do everything that i could possible to to be there for everything and he had a few surgeries he had first been diagnosed with with bladder cancer and actually in july of 2020 so this was kind of the start of everything. And so he had his bladder removed that year and it was kind of crazy because it was like heavy COVID issues. And they, he was, that was his first time in a hospital by himself. And it was just, it was very hard to have him go through that process and we were so far away like we would we weren't able to stay with him he had to kind of deal with surgery and everything on his own he had a procedure done that basically removed his bladder and it redirected the urine through a stoma so he had a little bag on his belly where he would be able to release the urine And so we went through that process. And then the following year, around the same time, he was really, really having a tough time just like using the bathroom and, and he was in a lot of pain and his feet were hurting so bad and he couldn't explain it. So he went to the hospital and he was complaining about the pain in his feet and just feeling like the stoma was gonna like burst and come to find out that he had an issue with diverticulitis and it was 
super swollen in a way that it was like preventing him from fully going to the bathroom and the muscle what tells you that you have to go to the bathroom so it was like right in between there so he just had a lot of issues not going enough and feeling like he still had to go and it was just crazy he ended up going to the hospital that's where they did scans and all the things and they found out that it had spread a bit and he had two sections in his pelvic area that was a concern and there was a spot in his liver that was a concern and his kidney and so it had just been a long road he was like dead set on no no chemo no treatment the first year when this came back around i was like can we just have a conversation we don't have to do anything if you don't want to but can we just have a conversation with an oncologist we found an angel of an oncologist she was exactly what we needed he felt so comfortable with her that he went ahead with treatment and chemo went amazing amazing for him like he would leave chemo with energy and go and work the rest of the day and the pain in his feet went away which was amazing as well because for months and months he was complaining of this pain in his feet and i would rub his feet and nothing would alleviate it and so we kind of figured out that it was it was probably that the little tumors that were in his pelvic area were pinching a nerve. And so, you know, it got better with chemo. He did his, I think, I want to say he did about 10 rounds of chemo and he did so, so good. And then he started on immunotherapy after chemo and immunotherapy regressed him immensely he didn't do well at all with that and you know everybody has their own experience which i think is important to note but this was kind of his experience and i was able to be at i want to say 99 percent of all appointments and stay with him overnight when he needed to and just i can say that i was there through the whole thing well they were going to start radiation last year a few times and he just kept being sent back to the hospital and things just weren't getting any better i'm in florida and we had a really pretty bad hurricane that left us kind of underwater and the day that i was able to leave my sister's where i stayed was october 1st and that was also the day that he went into the hospital and it just had progressed and we were all kind of like prepared and he was very prepared for all of this but it progressed and the doctor kind of sat down with him and was just like well you know I really don't recommend any treatment from here. Kind of next steps was hospice. And so he was in the hospital for about five days. And then he was sent home and put on hospice. And I can say that I completely did whatever I needed to, to be there. And I basically moved back into my parents. I slept on the couch the house was always 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 full 
and he was oh so 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 loved and and he was with us for nine more days after he started hospice and october 13th he passed away and yes this is gonna be a tough one for me and we were all there and he was so at peace when he left and he was surrounded by loved ones and he was so incredibly loved and he felt it and i feel like since then i feel lost and i feel like i miss him and it's so bad and like my days were full with things that i would do for him and it's been really really tough and obviously if you can't tell by now i was completely daddy's girl completely daddy's girl and it was definitely a tough tough road ahead from there and i say all of this to i guess to show that we can be sad and we can be hurting and we can be feeling all of these feelings and simultaneously still be striving for our dreams. I've had a hard time the last few weeks. I've had many ups and downs and I just feel like he was the person in my life that I didn't even have to say something was wrong or I didn't even have to say anything. And he would just sense it and do whatever he could to like be there, whether it was a hug or 20 bucks for gas. (laughs) Like he just knew. And I feel like I lost that. I lost that in him. And so Over the last few weeks, I've just really felt his absence and grief has been really difficult. However, in all of this, I have made it a point and this is what I hope for you that needs it to get out of this. I have made it a point to have him very present and literally close my eyes and just feel the love that I know he had for me and feel that love that I have for him. And it has pushed me through. It's gotten me through the last few weeks that have been really, really hard without him. And I've been extra present, extra aware of signs. I don't know if you've ever heard that people see cardinals and they say that it's a sign of a loved one that's passed that is just letting them know that they they're loved and they they're thought about and you know they're with them and and I have 
now bird feeders. I have become a bird lady. <laughs> I have bird feeders in front of my house and I know the the sound of a cardinal when they're around and there's cardinals in, around my house all the time now. There are cardinals around my mom's house all the time. The most random places cardinals pop up. So to me, I look for the signs that he is, he's still there in spirit and my connection to him has never gone away. It isn't easy and that's okay. I feel like how blessed am I, are we to experience loss to this magnitude because that only just means that that only just means that we know love that hard that much that big like how blessed are we that we get to experience this loss and that loss just means that we were that loved that cared for like how beautiful is that if i can flip it for you and for myself i have to remind myself of that and when i just feel that love and and just stay in that feeling of love i feel so much closer to him and that's what's getting me through watching for signs and just feeling just closing my eyes and feeling that love and crying crying is not a bad thing so if you have been told that it's a bad thing it is so good to cry and release it it isn't good to sit in it absolutely not good and i've been through different types of grief it isn't good to to necessarily just sit in that and sulking in it but it is good to release it so that you're able to then pick yourself back up and keep going. So my against all odds story today is that of my dad and against all odds, against all the odds that he had in his mind about treatment, it gave us a full year and a half. Well, about a year, additional year with him. And I'm very grateful for it. And I'm grateful for the angels that came along the way, the nurses that still keep in contact with us and the doctor that was a complete and total angel just along the way. And today I got a call. We have still his phone number on a Google voice account and I got a call and a voice message from two people <laughs> asking if he's still fixing watches and if he's still in the same spot and I have to call them back and let them know that my dad passed away and that's been so hard because it's like ripping that band-aid back open however from that every single person is like you have the best father and i know that very well he was the best everyone absolutely loved him 
and he was such an amazing human always so happy and joyful and always wanted to see everyone around him happy and i'm just i feel so blessed that that was who i grew up with and who i just just so blessed to have him around so dad this one is for you and if you're out there and you're experiencing grief know that you're not alone you could always reach out if you need a crying buddy i'm there if you need someone just to listen i'm there it's really really not an easy road it's not a club I ever wanted to be a part of. However, I feel that part of this podcast getting started was the push of the grief that I was experiencing from losing him was like came this beautiful creativity of starting this podcast. So if I can just say, find the blessings and feel that love and look for those signs. I promise you, it helps you get through and know that you're not alone because I'm always here. All right, this was a short one, but something that I feel like maybe I needed (laughs) for my own. And if you're watching on YouTube, sorry, I'm blotchy and I've been crying and it's like the end of the day. (laughs) But, you know, I felt what it was on my heart and I just went with it. So I just feel like that just means that somebody needed it. So if this served you in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Leave a review if you are enjoying these episodes. And honestly, I'm excited for the future more to come that we're getting scheduled. So this has just been a very amazing journey so far. And I'm really, really very excited to continue. And I I know that my dad's just like every step of the way he's cheering on me because that's like how he would be. So thank you so much for being a part of it, a part of the growth of Against All Odds. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it means the world to me and and I thank you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you. And if I made you cry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Peace out guys. Love your life. Mm-hmm.